Hey, this is Vicki Durr, and welcome to the Genesis podcast. Today, I will be reading Genesis 7. When everything was ready, the Lord said to Noah, Go into the boat with all your family. For among all the people of the earth, I can see that you alone are righteous. Take with you seven pairs, male and female, of each animal I have approved for eating and for sacrifice, and take one pair of each of the others. Also, take seven pairs of every kind of bird. There must be a male and a female in each pair to ensure that all life will survive on the earth after the flood. Seven days from now, I will make the rains pour down on the earth, and it will rain for 40 days and 40 nights until I have wiped from the earth all the living things I have created. So Noah did everything as the Lord commanded him. Noah was 600 years old when the flood covered the earth. He went on board the boat to escape the flood, he and his wife and his sons and their wives. With them were all the various kinds of animals, those approved for eating and for sacrifice, and those that were not, along with all the birds and the small animals that scurry along the ground. They entered the boat in pairs, male and female, just as God had commanded Noah. After seven days, the waters of the flood came and covered the earth. When Noah was 600 years old, on the 17th day of the second month, all the underground waters erupted from the earth, and the rain fell in mighty torrents from the sky. The rain continued to fall for 40 days and 40 nights. That very day, Noah had gone into the boat with his wife and his sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, and their wives. With them in the boat were pairs of every kind of animal, domestic and wild, large and small, along with birds of every kind. Two by two they came into the boat, representing every living thing that breathes. A male and female of each kind entered, just as God had commanded Noah. Then the Lord closed the door behind them. For forty days the floodwaters grew deeper, covering the ground and lifting the boat high above the earth. As the waters rose higher and higher above the ground, the boat floated safely on the surface. Finally, the water covered even the highest mountains on the earth, rising more than 22 feet above the highest peaks. All the living things on earth died. Birds, domestic animals, wild animals, small animals that scurry along the ground, and all the people. Everything that breathed and lived on dry land died. God wiped out every living thing on the earth. People, livestock, small animals that scurry along the ground, and the birds of the sky. All were destroyed. The only people who survived were Noah and those with him in the boat, and the floodwaters covered the earth for 150 days. So a couple observations just after reading that is we see several times where it says, Noah did as God commanded. And I just think... I hope that someday it will be said of me that I did as God commanded. One other thing that I find worth noting too is that God called Noah and his family. Um, he always, in this text, it always talks about Noah and his family. And I think that's um, what this is all about too, that we're living life in community and as a faith family. So that's pretty exciting to me. But then when I kind of just spend a little more time and reflect further on this, 
I see Noah being used as God's instrument to bring restoration and healing to a broken world. In order to do that, Noah and his family had to build an ark, load it with animals, wait for the rain, and do all that God had commanded. So simple, right? And when I read this story, I'm just super thankful that I've never been commanded to build an ark or to rally any animals because that would for sure be a disaster. However, I do think that the call for Noah and his family to help bring healing and restoration to a broken world is something that we do have in common. How we do it looks a little bit different, but the goal and the purpose is still the same. I think that for us to bring healing and restoration to this broken world sometimes may require a grand project like building an ark, but thank you, Jesus, it doesn't for me at this point in my life. But I think it's also in the everyday life stuff that we have the opportunity to do this. We aren't just trying to become nicer people who do nice things. We are talking about actually fixing something that is broken. We can be a Noah in our world when we respond to God's call to bring healing and restoration. When we reach out to people who are sick and hurting, when we pray for one another, when we love people who we don't think deserve it, when we welcome people into our homes and into our families, when we encourage one another daily, when we choose to forgive the people who have hurt us, when we speak up for injustices, when we settle our identity as God's beloved child and then help others see their beloved identity too. So many ways that we get to be like Noah without ever having to build an ark or rally a bunch of animals. So all that being said, how might God be getting your attention today? What is he calling you to do? What baby step can you take to bring healing and restoration to this broken world? Let's pray. God, thank you for today. Thank you for your word that brings hope, brings healing, um, brings restoration. Thank you that we get to read your word and that it is um, an encouragement to us. I pray, God, that you would just bless each person listening today, that they would clearly hear your voice and know what their next step is, God. Thank you for being a God who tells us this stuff, who invites us in and uses us to help heal our world. Amen.